But then, at the end, there's an ellipsis, and then it says, in then, or really it says, in thin, so and then, uh-huh. in thin, it happened. One P. It's like, this is, like, we're socially awkward, but that's, you knew that already. We're also, <laughs> like, and just, like, likes pepper in fun facts. Like, sprinkle in, like, fun personal facts. What we need to do is we need to do, I don't know, have you ever watched videos by Mike's Mike? No, I have not. I say, I know Ro does, Ro has, because they, like, introduced a lot of people in our friend group okay. to that, to yeah. that YouTuber. <laughs> but yeah, he does do videos, Ooh, and his intro is, like, he used to always be like, um, welcome to Mike's Mike. And I'm factually, contractually, and legally Mike. <laughs> and then he started, like, changing it up to, like, say different words in there. Uh-huh. And that's what we need to do is, like, yeah. and we're, and then it's not socially awkward. Like, it's just yeah. a different fun fact. <laughs> Stay tuned for next episode. We'll, we'll think of a fun fact. <laughs> we'll be very clever and witty. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. But I, before we start talking about our topic, oh, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. just come in the room, which I do this all the time. I used to do this to Row all the time, right? Like, go in the other room, like, do something, get ready, and then come in and be like, I have to tell you something, but we have to record it first. Because <laughs> I'm turning into and one of those people that's like... And it's funny and it's relevant, so that's... It's funny and it's relevant. <laughs> but yes, it, we were just talking before we started about the last episode that we recorded, which was one of those fan fiction episodes. And I was like, oh, I have a funny and relevant story, because yesterday at work... <laughs> oh, good. Good start. <laughs> Always a good sign, Yeah. And I had mentioned to Sarah that this had happened before, where somebody at work was like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, I only have really embarrassing hobbies. Yes. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) All of my hobbies have to do with, like, sex. Yeah. And it's like, that's a little bit embarrassing. Or they're just, like, really nerdy hobbies. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone at work that I have a podcast. That's embarrassing. No, no, no. no. I'm embarrassed about that. (laughs) I have told people at my work that there's a podcast. I don't think anybody's listened to it. I hope not. Because I have not given them the information to do so. But I did, like, the first time I was on, um, way back when, when mm-hmm. we talked about Hamlet, um, people were like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I'm gonna go and record a podcast with my friends. And they were like, a podcast? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be on a podcast. And they were like, cool. And that's where the conversation ended. <clears throat> that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, some people at work know... That there is a podcast that I have been on, but that's as that's where the information starts and stops. I think you are fortunate in that there is no place where your legal name is tied to this podcast in any way, so it would yes. be very hard for them to find that. That is helpful, because boy oh boy is that my worst fear on the internet, oh, is just having same. my legal name on things. There is one, <laughs> if, on our Spotify account, my name, my first and last name, and Rose's oh, first and last oh, name are on no. there. And I did not want that. No. But, like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, like, I didn't, we didn't, I don't think either of us realized that it was going to, like, display that on there. Yeah. Um, but then we lost the password to the Spotify No! So nobody knows how to get into it. No! Wait. And I, I know we've not, we talked about this before, and it was, like, um, because I, I, can't, you can't change the password, because it's, like, linked to an email that nobody knows we, how to yeah, get into. Yeah, we don't know, like, Who's because e- we thought we have like a podcast email, right? Because my intention was like, oh, we'll put everything on that podcast email, so it doesn't have to be tied to anyone's personal email, right? And I think it's tied to Rose's personal email, but we tried logging in with that, and it was like their Spotify account, but like the podcast was not tied to that Spotify mm. account either. So we're trying to figure out. We can't. We never figured out, and we kind of just gave up. 
how to get into our Spotify I kind of want to help. I kind of want to see if I can figure it out. Because that's, like, half of what I do at work is try to figure out, like, why we have, like... fucking passwords and everything. Yeah. Painfully relatable. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, after this, we'll do that. And please, if you can fix it, I'd love that. I do not want anyone accidentally finding this. No. Mostly my family. I don't really care. People at work will find it, and they'll know things about me that they haven't told them yet, but, like, I don't care about that a lot. Um, But, yeah, so I was at work, and I... And, like, this happened maybe a week ago. And I was like, you know, I read. Because I was like, okay, <laughs> look, that's a safe Yeah, one. how can I pick a safe a safe one that's not, like, really obviously, like, nerdy? Because I was like, you know, I, like, play video games and stuff. Yeah, or, you know, like, write. Even saying, like, oh, I like to write. Yeah, they're going to be like, like what oh, do you what write? What a dork. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, be like, what a dork. And I'm like, oh, great. Cool. Like, I know they already think I'm a dork, and I don't really care, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, that's an awkward conversation to have. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm a dork. But, like, hey. Right? <laughs> I don't, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, um, you know, I, I like, read. And yeah. they were like, oh, what do you read? And I was like, of course, they're going to ask me that. That's, yeah, a, that's a natural oh, follow-up. Course, yes. But you don't look at some guy from your work and tell him to his face that you read porn? <laughs> what was that? What, I feel like that was a TikTok where someone was just like, oh, you know, like, oh, cool, you like to read? That's cool. Like, what are some of your favorites? And it's like, uh, and they're like, they like, keep trying to avoid the question, and then eventually it's like, and what are you reading now? Fairy porn! <laughs> like, that's exactly what it was. And I was like, <laughs> so I told them I read nonfiction. Because uh-huh. I was like, that's safe. Yeah, and nobody cares about that. Yeah, nobody cares about that. And they were like, oh, that's boring, and then moved on. <laughs> but then yesterday, my <laughs> boss was like, so, what are your hobbies? I was like, stop trying to don't, get to know me. Don't. <laughs> I don't you, want you to do that. I promise you don't actually want to know. And I got very flustered. And I was like, I only have embarrassing hobbies, so I don't really want to tell you. <laughs> and he started cycling through with his <laughs> idea of embarrassing hobbies. just like knitting. <laughs> what? Like, that's not... I oh, would read... I wish I did I wish that it so was that, that I could tell you I, I did wish that. that. I could, like, wish that, like, the only thing that... I wish that I could be like, ah, oh, I have, like, old person hobbies, like, knitting and bingo. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish that, I could that tell was it. No, it's worse. <laughs> it's much worse, thank you. It's so much worse. I read and write porn. <laughs> I collect sex toys and make all I, my friends listen to me I, talk about that. I read and write porn. I collect... <laughs> implements that could be used for porn uh-huh. i <laughs> i like to collect and occasionally make art of like potentially pornographic images i <laughs> it all filters right back to porn yeah i was like this doesn't feel like a safe workplace topic yeah and i also can't be like yeah my friends and i like to throw themed parties like the peppa pig like birthday the, party yeah. that we're having in two weeks yeah you know that i'm very excited about i'm super excited i actually uh realized i was watching one of your marco polos about that mm-hmm. because we talked about like you were going to get supplies and i was like i need to get like i don't know pig noses or something and then i realized i was like i am not like intimately familiar with peppa pig but i do think that i know kind of what peppa pig wears mm-hmm I'm pretty sure Peppa Pig, like, wears, like, a little, like, pink dress or something. I kind of think so. I don't... Okay, here's the thing. Nobody's ever seen Peppa Pig. The only reason we're... <laughs> Nobody has seen Peppa Pig. <laughs> the only reason we're making this is because Blake used to have this Peppa Pig figurine in his car that he found, like... He, like, I don't know, it was one of those things where he, like, got it somewhere random or, like, someone gave it to him and he, like, yeah. found it and was like, oh, this is kind of funny and then just, like, threw it in the console of his car. Yeah. And I would always make fun of it because I was like, why is this in here? Why do you have it? And then one time we stopped at a stoplight and I threw it out the window. <gasps> no, Peppa! Yeah, she just wears- You could literally just- They all just wear, like, one color, like, tunics. Okay, totally, I have that dress. So you could literally just wear- I like that they're like, well, girls wear dresses. And so it's like, it's like, circle- It's just, like, little- It's like a little Stick cone. armed pigs. Yeah. With, like, yeah, like a half circle and then it's, like, cut off straight at the legs like a dress. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, boys don't wear dresses. What's so the dad and the brother are just wearing full circles of clothing. But it's all one color, so it just looks like a baby onesie, basically. If you've never seen Peppa Pig, look it up. So you what know a bizarre thing. That's re- that makes things really easy, though, because she wears, like, a reddish something. Also, have... Daniel has the same facial hair as the dad, so yes, he, he can just dress <laughs> as the dad. <laughs> <coughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Why does Daniel just look like the dad from Peppa Pig? Man. 
peak masculinity. I want to send him a picture of this and be like, I found your celebrity doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> I found your TV doppelganger. Are you going to be offended if I send him a picture of a pig after I say that? I don't think so. I hope not. Because, like, I think if it was somebody else, like, if, if somebody from his work was like, huh, you look like this pig, he'd be like, That's what mean. are you fucking trying to say? Yeah. But, like, you, I it's think it's me. fine. Yeah. That's so funny. Sending it to him right now so we can see if, if he ever texts me back before we're done recording. It's possible. Who, who's to say? <laughs> he's not been very chatty today. Daniel. Is he at home or is he at work? No, he's at work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. He's busy. Yeah. Hi, Pepper. Pepper's just regularly so... scheduled feature. Yes. She's like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Anyway. Notice me. Speaking of embarrassing hobbies. Yes. The thing that we decided we were going to talk about today was our writing. Yes. Because we both write. So that so that could be that could be a fun fact. We could be like, hi, we're socially awkward and we write. That could be something. Right? But it only has to, it has to be fun facts that are true of both of us. Because then we can say we're socially awkward and. That's actually <laughs> such a fun idea that it's like a relevant topic to what we discussed. Oh, how cute! Oh my gosh, wait, that's secretly cute. That is <laughs> secretly, that's secretly cute. Accurate. We just told everybody that's accidentally, <laughs> accidentally cute is what I meant to say. That's secretly and cute. And I'm a writer. I get things like secretly and accidentally mix it up. <laughs> mix it up. <laughs> I don't have to be able to talk in order to write. That's not a requirement. No, but you do have to be able to talk to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's all it is. <laughs> your entire personality is hinging on your voice. It's, oh, boy. Pepper. Yes? My... That was... She's very sad. That's such a no long reason. meow. What's wrong? Alright, the cat's fine. Probably. Probably. I've had to collect a pile of tied, two tied-together ponytails next to me. <laughs> because she does that when she wants attention. It's like her way of being like, Pay attention to me. Yeah. She'll just go in the corner and scream until I pay attention to her, which is so annoying. I mean, same. And I should <laughs> just ignore her. Yeah. But I can't right now. No. That would be a bad time to just let her yeah. scream until she stops. I mean, you could. Like, we could just, like, have, like, the, the backing track could just be your cat yelling. I don't think anyone would like that. Probably not. Anyway. <laughs> it get very distracting. It would be very distracting. She just yells sometimes. Yeah. She's yeah. just bossy. Can't blame her. I also yell sometimes, and I'm bossy. Also very fair. Yeah. So, but yeah, we were going to talk about writing. Yes, we were. Because that's something that we've both done for a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, I'm trying to remember the first, I don't know, I've done it for like a, I used to, even before I like, you know, like wrote intentional stories, mm -hmm. you know, when I would like play with my like toys or whatever, I would always have like very long, elaborately drawn out like backstories. And oh, yes. Stuff like that. Oh, yes. I feel like there is a like, I feel like there's, there's like a pipeline going on when you're, when you're growing up. There's a pipeline from like your toys having like very involved and dramatic like backstories and interconnecting like social structures to you writing like really bad short stories on your parents computer to you actually writing something good oh it's your turn sarah oh it's my turn there's instead of a backing track of the cat screaming it's just gonna be a backing track of the cat like chirping as she yeah runs up with her ponytail holder like yeah. she does every time sorry so you know what, what can you do get rid of the cat i guess i guess it's not gonna i happen. think i think that would just make her scream more Probably. I also kind of love her, so. Only a little. Just a little. That was a good leap. That was a good leap. She, she like, is, she, like, really <laughs> She's leaps. really got some, some hops. Pepper's got hops. Um, yeah, because I did that, too, where it was, like, and I think I've talked about this before, maybe not on the podcast, but just generally, um, that, like, my stuffed animals, there was, it was, like, a, a whole structured society there mm -hmm. you know like it was a monarchy mm -hmm. um and there were like a lot of like interconnected webs of people and um also everybody was incestuous i was gonna say didn't you have incestuous stuff animals? that's did. the only thing i remember i they were incestuous. did and here's why it was because um you know like i like th when you like there's i think we can all agree there's there's, there's like like, sort of, like, three main classifications of, like, 
stuffed animal size wise Mm -hmm. because there's like your standard stuffy size that's like you know something that you can like hold to sleep with or whatever Mm -hmm. there's this there's the small beanie baby size oh thank you thank you dear um there's the small like beanie baby size from back when beanie babies were a thing and then there's the like oversized stuffy size you know Mm -hmm. And naturally, when you have three different size categories of something, that means that, like, the bigger ones obviously have to be older, and therefore obviously have to be the parents. Yeah, these are the adult Those ones. are the adults. But when you have three sizes, that means there's, like, old ones, there's middle ones, and then there's baby ones. <laughs> and so, when I was growing up, when my sister and I were playing, we only had a few of the, like, large stuffy sizes. And so, naturally, those were the ones that had to be, like, the matriarchs and patriarchs of the family. Of course. But since we only had a few of them, every and, and, and we don't want to have any, like, orphan stuffies. You, yeah, you cannot would possibly be, have orphan stuffies. No, we cannot possibly have orphan stuffies. And so it's like, we only have a few of these big ones. So naturally, whoa, Peps, that was a, that was a, that was vicious. Um... So naturally, we only have a few of these. We had like a really big dog, and a really big cat. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, they had to be the the matriarch and patriarch. Of I like that at least the dog and cat. You family. had like all these like interspecies relationships, which is yes. like very in- diverse for a small child. Yeah, and like and also they're all fucking their siblings. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's interesting, and this is what I think is very fascinating too, is that I was like somehow vaguely aware of the idea that like. Like, she couldn't figure out where it went. Oh dear! Of <laughs> uh, like, like back again, back in the day, uh, before anybody cared about like animal rights, mm-hmm. there was like a lot of like, like there was a lot of inbreeding that happened with for to you know to create specific breeds. Yeah. Um, like very pure. It's like you know, like the, the purebred dog. Yeah, like, and like every every Thanksgiving, we would watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and then we would watch the dog show that happened directly after. And so, for some reason, I was very aware of like pure breeds and how that was achieved and all of that <laughs> stuff. And so, in my head, it was like, well, yeah, animals are all fucking their siblings. That's how they. <laughs> that's how they do things. Um. And you know, we can we can unpack that another time. We can unpack oh, the, the lack of sex education and what it does to a child. Oh, that old thing. Um, you don't tell your kids about sex because you're like you can't possibly know about sex or want to have it, and they're like, instead we're just gonna accidentally normalize incest yeah, for instead, you. Instead, the dogs and cats are all gonna be one of part of one big family. So it's like the big dog and the big cat, and of course, dogs are mostly boys and cats are mostly girls, but not all. Of course, um, she's brought you the pony. Oh, with. excuse me, thank you. Um, where'd he go? Go get it. You literally saw where it went. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's the matriarch and patriarch, and then we're like, there were like 15 middle-sized stuffies uh-huh. that were all paired off by like, boy girl, boy girl. Dog girl. and cat, dog and cat. Dog and cat. Sometimes it was, well, a lot of times it was dog and dog, sometimes it was do- cat and cat, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, they weren't gay, it's just that not all cats are, bo- are girls, and not all dogs <laughs> Most are cats are girls, but the, I love all. the logic of this. Not all, but most. <laughs> and then we had the smaller ones, and so they were like, here's their children, and here's their children, based on which ones look like they would be their children. Mm-hmm. And then they get to marry, like, their cousins and stuff. They don't always have to be their sisters, you know. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> the mind of a child with, like, poor sex education is and just you, so funny. And then you take that, and you start writing. And that's... What is the first thing that you remember writing? The first thing that I remember writing... It's your turn, Sarah. ...is very, uh, like, that's a very, very, like, vague answer. Because we found it. Oh. We found the very first thing that my sister and I wrote together. Oh, even better. Yes. Um, and I remember that it was my idea. I remember that I was the one who wanted to write because I was I was a little bit older, so I was learning to write, you know, sooner than she was. Yeah. Um... And, uh, I think that it was about, oh, 
Nice. The the hair tie has gotten stuck in the macrame plant. Yeah, I have like a hanging plant hanging from like my kitchen above the counter. And it's like stuck in the leaves of the hanging plant. She's so upset. She's like, Mother! Mother! Mother? Get it. Get it, Pepper. This is... This is the most... Disjointed. We were like, let's talk about writing. Instead, let's talk about stuffy incest and cats. Um, oh my goodness. She got it. She She got got it, it, everybody. She got it. Wow. Um, so the first thing that we wrote, (laughs) I believe it was about a page long, and I think that it was about, um, oh, about superhero dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I say I think because um, that's what I remember writing about. But when we went back and found it, it was unintelligible. Oh, no. (laughs) How old were you? Uh, I'm going to say no more than six. Okay. Fair. So, I mean, like, I only remember... I only... I remember one line specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right at the end of the page, and uh, like the the most of it has been unintelligible to this point. You don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but then at the end there's an ellipsis, and then it says in then, or really it says in thin, so and then uh-huh. in thin, it happened one p, <laughs> and then it's thin just it a, happens, <laughs> and then it's just a series of like, like automatopoeia type like words where it's like it's not this isn't a word uh-huh but it's where like it's it's like the like like we're acting like when people write and they're trying to like describe like a sound that happens so they'll say snick or you know like something that's like that's not a word but it's like an onomatopoeia yeah it's like a series of that in all caps at least one font size larger than the rest of the the page i really like that even you at six years old was like we need to make this this is like really gotta Gotta go big or go home here. And it was like, I mean, I, I like, I can't even describe to you what it was trying to communicate. I, I, I don't know what it said. It was, there were a lot of W's is all I remember. But it was just, in thin, it happened. And then, like, lots of not words that were huge. <laughs> what what was it? What were you trying to do? Well, I don't know, because it ended then. It was like, there's just like a lot of like not words, W's, very W heavy for some reason. Uh-huh. And that was it. <laughs> the, there's, there's no more after that. <laughs> and then it happened. <laughs> and then it happened. <laughs> I think we found the title of the episode. <laughs> I think so <laughs> Right, that's what I'm gonna forget. <laughs> uh, you I mean, type it out the way you remember. I will. I will do this here <laughs> under your groceries. <laughs> that's the first list that I open. Hold um, on, I need to. I can't. For, I can't forget the ellipsis. Oh yes, that has to be in there. The first thing I know that I wrote things before this because my sister and I used to write like my sister used to write plays. For me, her, and my grandmother, and sometimes my grandfather, to, like, play out together when we would hang out at my grandparents' mm-hmm. house. There you go. And in thin, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> We're really making uh, ourselves laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I love this intersection, too, of, like, your, like, your, like, your storytelling bent, and your sister's, like, very, like, theater, like, film-minded... Yeah, my sister is not anymore, but was for uh, for like half of college a film major, mm-hmm. and so she's always kind of been interested in like we made lots of like home videos oh, yeah. and like we made a movie. Yes, we I've ha- seen the movie. <laughs> we will have to sometime try to make like a version of a video episode where it's just us commenting on that movie. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> because it's it's about thirty minutes long. It is uh, the most embarrassing piece of cinema that has ever been mm-hmm. created. Um, it is just very not good. Um, and we just ripped off the entire plot of National Treasure. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. 
But yeah, so she used to write these little plays for like yeah. me and my and like her and my nana, and she was always like the good person or the hero or whatever. And then I was always like the villain or it's the so bad mean. person. Yeah, it was very like <laughs> I mean you know very like eight year old sibling. Yeah, oh yeah. Energy. Oh yeah. And then my Nana was always, like, the mom. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's one specific one that I remember. And I don't remember if we wrote these together. I don't have a lot of memories from childhood. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we wrote this together or if she wrote this or whatever, but there was, like, this one. This is another episode that we need to do, is my Nana has a file at her house of every, like, letter that I ever wrote her, every piece of art that oh, I ever gave wow. to her, like, every story that I wrote or, like, poem that yeah. I wrote and gave to her. She has them all, so sometimes I have to, like, bring it, and we can just laugh at yeah. me as a child. That's so fun. It is so fun. But yeah, so there's one in there, in Lindsay's file, that is, um, like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, two pages. It's a play. It's, like, two pages, and it's, like, a mom and her two daughters, who are, like, very poor. And, oh, yeah. And for some reason, they were always, like, Pilgrim era, like, Little House on the Prairie. Yes, as, because that's what you watched. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were allowed to watch was Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie. And, like, Bonanza and shows yeah. from, oh, like... God, Bonanza. We didn't watch a lot of Bonanza. We did watch a lot of, like, Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, like, what is that, like, TV Land, that channel? Yeah. Like, Where the Brady do- Bunch, like, a lot of, like, old yeah. shows. So we watched a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, so that was one of the things that we watched. So she had written this kind of, like, Little House on the Prairie-esque story about this mom and her two daughters. Mm-hmm. They, like, live alone and are very poor. And then one of the daughters is like, I'm going to get married Ooh. to, like, this some rich guy to, like, save us because we don't have any money. Of course. And so it's like, you know, I'm going to get married to, like, whoever. And there was, like, you know, some ridiculous name. Yeah. And, like, and so there's, like, a little scene of, like, her... Tylia says she's gonna get married. Mm-hmm. And then she gets married, and then the husband, like, runs off with all of the money. Oh, no. And it was already us. his money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the husband, like, he's, runs away. He's like, just kidding. And then, like, and then the baby gets sick. Oh, no. And dies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just one of those things where it's, like, one thing skips and then it's, like, the goodness. baby gets sick and then dies, and then, like, I don't know, the mom gets, like, influenza. Like, it's just all these yeah. things. It's oh. like, these people live a very dramatic this life. This is terrible. And this is all happening within the span of, like, they two should pages. Not be on, they should not be on the frontier. They should go back. Exactly. Go back east. <laughs> so those, like, the first things I remember, like, doing, but I don't remember mm-hmm. writing those. Yeah. I do know, the first thing I specifically remember writing, <clears throat> and I'm sure this was not the first one, because I was probably 13, mm-hmm. around that, like, late middle school age. Um, and it was... I cannot believe I'm about to confess to this on the Please. internet. It's so um, good. Essentially, uh-huh. because what, all that I knew from, like, my reading experience was, like, very, again, like, Little House on the Prairie. Of like, course. At that point in my life, I had not really been allowed to read, like, Harry Potter or anything, like, mainstream, because it was it's all- It's mainstream. Yeah, it's all inappropriate in yeah. some way, shape, or form. And so, you know, a lot of it was, yeah, like, Little House on the Prairie, those, yeah. like, Janet Oakey, like- Everlasting Love, uh, like, that yeah, series. Yeah, the ones that Catherine was, like, so into. Yes. Yeah. Yes, those. I read a lot of those. Like, th- a, for some reason, a lot of them were, like, Pilgrim style, because that's... It's... A lot of Christian books are either Amish or, like, Pilgrim. I feel like it's because that is, like... It's, like, it's a very, like, idealized time, because it... Things were so simple and they didn't have well, indoor that's plumbing. Literal, and that's literally and everyone where, died like, all, the all of the, like, really fundy, like, traditional Christian values were were established during that time. Yeah. That's when that was established. And, that, you know, like, there's all this this idea of, like, oh, it, it, it perfectly marries, like, really fundy traditional Christian values with, like, like hyper idealized American values. Yeah, that's sort of like back so to the it's land, like, you're, like yeah, working and like, hard for you know, your food. and and, and li- living on your own and independence and making your own way, but also always relying on the Lord when your whole family has smallpox, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also I realized that I was saying pilgrim and I do mean pioneer. Yes. I would like to say that I do know the difference. Yes. Before anyone texts me and is like, <laughs> like um. you said pilgrim and you were talking about pioneers, I know. They all wear bonnets, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. 
Those things are not, like, 200 years apart in history at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so anyway, they're all, they're a lot of, like, pioneer stuff. So I didn't have a lot of experience. But around that time, I had somehow, I don't know how, because I didn't really have, like, I wasn't allowed to have any social media or anything. Like, not really access to the internet. But one of my friends from church Mm -hmm. told me about this app that she liked where you could, like, write stories, because she also wrote stories and uh, stuff. Oh, yes. And it was everyone's favorite, Wattpad. Nice. I'm gonna pronounce that wrong till I die, mostly because people keep making such a big deal about yep. how I pronounce it. How are you supposed to pronounce it? I pronounce it Wattpad. I think it is Wattpad. But I have pronounced it that way since I was a child, because I had only ever seen the word written. <laughs> well, it, yeah. Multiple people have commented on the way I pronounced it the first time I mentioned it in it's this podcast. A, I... Like, I guess, but also, it's <laughs> online, like, there's not, like, a company that's, like, yeah, here at Wattpad, like, to, like, nobody's, like, officially yeah. telling you this is how you pronounce it, it's, it's just a, it's all online, you don't, there's no, someone's gonna text me a video of them having, like, a Wattpad ad. I know, they're gonna have, they're gonna be like, here's a commercial, here's, like, a, like, a, like, a conference or whatever, and they're like, we're here at Wattpad. Yeah. <laughs> I like that instead, we don't have that many listeners, which I don't no. care. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite thing is that, so instead of having, like, internet haters, our friends are just the internet haters. Yeah. When they'll <laughs> text us, be like, excuse me, technically, it's wrong. Um, actually. Um, actually. <laughs> I love, what was it, you, like, several, several months Fuck ago. Fucking Ohio. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, <laughs> Ohio, yes. But, and that, well, I will never let that die. Because no. it was hilarious. But... No, <laughs> when y'all were like, well, now we have an email, you can put it, you can like submit like topics or questions to the email mm-hmm. and we'll talk about them. Except unless you're our friends, in which case do not write to this email. Fuck you. Because <laughs> I knew it would be the exact same thing. It was like, like, I'm actually. Excuse me, can you talk more about Ohio, please? <laughs> how it is in fact in the Midwest. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. no. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, I had recently had exposure to Wattpad. Um, and a lot of what's on there, I've talked about this before, is, like, younger children yes. writing. It's, like, kind of like a like a step into, like, writing mm. fanfiction and stuff. Yes, yes. So, a lot of what I had read was, like, One Direction. Naturally. Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, Justin Bieber, and I didn't even like or know really about any of these people. Yeah. Because I wasn't like, super exposed to pop culture, but like, that's what's on there. Especially back when this in, was, which in, was in like 2010 or 2011 yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. That was a lot of what was on there. It was like, you know, fan Those fiction are the about. That are like the, the most popular, the most votes or whatever it is that they do on there. I don't yeah, know. it's like fan fiction about like cute celebrities that yeah. people like. And so that was all I had read. And a lot of that is self insert fan fiction. Because people love, we've talked about this on our last oh, episode, people true. love a good self-insert fanfiction. They, they love it. And so I wrote what was essentially a combination between a classic pioneer romance mm-hmm. and a self-insert fanfiction. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> about a boy that I had a crush on from camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was about me, like... Well, not me. But, but, you it know, was a different like, character, but, but it was Insert me. reader name. Yeah. It was, like, the, it wasn't in the style of a self-insert fanfiction. Like, they they did both have names. Ah. But that, so it was a like, self-insert character, but... Yeah, it was her name literally me. It wasn't Taylor, though. No, it was a name that sounded very similar to my name, but was not my Yeah, name. it was a more, it was a more it was pioneerish like Tara name. or something, yeah. like, something like that. that oh, like yeah. Something. Similar. I love that that... Like, names like Tara and things like that were, like, the, the, like, precursor to the, like, super weird, like, YA, like, my name is, like, Hazel Amethyst. Like, that, that thing yeah. where everybody Destiny has- Destiny Firewalker. Yeah. But all, they just kind of sound like stripper names. Yeah. Or, like, drag queen like... names. They <laughs> <laughs> <I> really do. <laughs> but I feel like things like, like that were the precursor to it, and I don't know why, but that seems to be the, the, the trend. It kind of does. But yeah, it was something like that. But it was like very in the style of a self-insert fantasy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, this is exactly what I would want to see, and it's just all of these scenes tied together with very little plot. Yeah. Um, and so it was, yeah, it was that, mm-hmm. and it was about me going to like live on his ranch. <laughs> of course. And we like, like work the ranch Up. together. Pioneer ranching, yes. 
and fall in love. So embarrassing. Oh my god. <laughs> and it was all like handwritten, of course. Of course. I still do that, to be fair. But handwritten, like front to back, one composition book. Wow. It was, yeah. So it was like just It the was whole, long. It was very long. One single composition book. Impressive. And it was, and then there was, I started to write a second one and I got part way in and I gave up. Yeah. And then I got embarrassed about that one and threw it away, which I kind of wish that I didn't because I think it would be funny to read it now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, like, high school, I was like, this is so this embarrassing. This is so embarrassing, yeah. 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 That's something that came up recently because I was telling Daniel about when we were talking about the fan fiction, how I would, like, write it, mm-hmm. be like, okay, now I've got it. It's in my head now. And I would delete it. Yeah. And he was like, that's so sad. That's why people say that you should never, like, you should never throw away your art. You should never delete your art. Because then you can't go back and look at how far you've come. And I was like, you know what? That's true. And, like, part of me wishes that I hadn't done that. Because, uh, you know, now that I'm, like, when I'm talking about it, I can't, like, pull it up and be like, this is what I wrote. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things, like, if I have kids, I'm going to, like, encourage them not to do that. <laughs> Just be like, hey, you can keep it. It's okay. Yeah, put it somewhere where you don't have to look at yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to look at it all the time, you don't have to like it, but, like, you know, put it somewhere, and then in five years, when you've really improved, come back and look at it and be like, look how much I've improved. Yeah. And, like, spin it in a nicer way. But, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, to transition from that, that was our earliest writing experience. Very early, yes. Um, We do have present writing experiences. We do. And, like, much more recent. Yeah. Present writing experiences, a lot of... um. What I, I like for lack of a better term, training because we both have degrees in uh, essentially writing. Yes, like yeah. I know we both have. Is... I think technically literature degrees. Yeah, but and there's always writing. there's always like somebody's always gonna make like a little pedantic like that. Oh, it's not a writing degree. It's a this. It's like they're, they're literature English writing. That's all we it's did. All the same. Was write. All I did was read and then write about what I read. Exactly, and also I did technically work. In a writing center. Yeah. yeah, in a writing center as a writing center yeah. as a writing tutor for two and a half years. So like shut the fuck up. Yeah. You have <laughs> actual like training. Yes, I do have actual um, training. Good that doesn't mean that I'm good, but I do I have think it. you're good. Thank that you. doesn't make that is not necessarily what makes you good, but I think you're good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You, that's you don't need formal training in order to be good at writing. No, this you absolutely do not. Yeah, I think we both probably feel pretty strongly about this. Is like the whole like formal academic training does not actually necessarily improve your writing unless you're like unless you just have no idea. There are very few things that I really think that you need to have formal academic. Like obviously, mm-hmm. if you're a doctor. Yeah, yeah, some formal training would be nice. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of things where it's like you can just be good at that and be interested in it mm-hmm. and like. I mean, especially coming from the neurodivergent community, like, the fuel of a hyperfixation can oh, do wonders for someone's, like, it's personal It's like a education. miracle drug. Yeah. yeah. You can do anything when you're hyperfixated on it. Exactly. So, but yeah, we yeah. do technically have a lot of that experience and have mm-hmm. written, I'm sure, many a boring paper many about some of, piece oh, of literature no one cares yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Including the people who were writing the paper. Definitely. I've written, I think I wrote, like, maybe two academic papers that I was like, yes. Yes, this is so good. Yes, this. What were they? Um, the one that I know for sure was my final, my last essay before I graduated. Was this the one that was, like, much labor and stress? It was much labor and stress, and it was, like, 25 banging pages about Jane Eyre. Oh, yes, I remember the Jane Eyre paper. It was really good. It was really good. And I'm, like, it might be that I'll look back at it and be like, why? This is ass. This is ass. I wrote this at 2 a.m. But honestly, I was so proud of it, and I got a good grade on it, and I graduated. you got a good grade, it couldn't have been that bad. I graduated. Like, yeah, there there were, and there were so many, too, that I wrote at 2 a.m., and, like, and always had the professors who were like, you can't write this at 2 a.m., you can't, you gotta do all the research the weeks ahead. I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, I will, I've literally I never will, done that. I will check out the books that I'm going to reference at 8 p.m. And I will start writing at 9. And I will come into class the next morning, also at 9. And I will get 100 on this paper. There is, like, a special fuel for someone with ADHD when mm-hmm. it's, like, I am under extreme time constraint. Yep. 
And it's like the adrenaline of that situation feels you in ways only Adderall yes, can. Yes, I, it is I am amazing. under duress, and that means that every every cell in my body is telling me my life depends on this, and by God, it's gonna be good. Yes, that was really that's that's just how I made it through college. It was just oh, same. That's how <laughs> I made it through both times I went to college. Yeah, it was that exactly? It was energy. just just stress and angst. And, yeah. And, like, last-minute pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, yes. Yeah. We both have also non-academic writing experience. Yeah, which is the most fun kind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I do not enjoy academic writing that no, much. No, no. And what's interesting, so this is the thing that's interesting, because we talked about this uh, a couple of days ago, um, was that, so, my, my, cur- my greatest current writing pursuit... I actually started when I was 13 years old. The fact that you've been working on this since you were 13 is, like, so impressive to me. Thank you. Because I would have given up on that years I ago. really, and that was something that I, like, this was the first thing that I've ever, like, really pushed past the ADHD for. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't know that that's what I was doing at the time. When I started it, I had, this is, a, well, this is how a lot of my writing projects start, and this sounds so, like, when I say it out loud, it sounds like very like, like hippie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and very like spiritual somehow. Uh-huh. But this is how a lot of my writing projects start: is I will have a dream, I have a dream, about either like a scene or a, um, you know, some kind of setup or something like that. And so when I wake up the next morning, I'm like, that was pretty good, and mm-hmm. I write it down. And so when I was 13 years old. I had a dream uh, that was not, it was a very strange dream because it was not like anything happened in the dream. The dream was literally like a narrative, like mental film, you know, yeah. where it was like, you know, it's it's describing, you know, like here's this like mountainous area and then you see like the, you know, the mountains come down into foothills and then when you, as you, as you get a little bit closer, you see like you know, nestled in the in the valleys between these foothills, kind of hidden away, is this little village. And here's this village, and this is what it looks like. And, you know, it, it's very mundane, but what is happening in this village? It is one of the most mundane miracles. It is, you know, somebody's having a baby, and who's this baby? Mm-hmm. And that's how I started this story. Mm-hmm. That's how I started this book. So when I woke up, I was like, I'm going to write that. And so I wrote out, you know, whatever it was. I, <laughs> I didn't type it, actually. I wrote it. Sarah is imitating typing on a a a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I did the same thing where I got like the legal notebooks and I had, I think, I filled two of them before I got to a point where I was like just writing it in the document instead of on the the notebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I just started writing this story. And it was one of the few things in my life, really, that I've pushed past that and that 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 barrier for where I was like writing it, and when I hit a snag, I kept going. Mm-hmm. I don't do that often. <laughs> I don't have a lot of follow through. I don't have a lot of like perseverance. Um, mm-hmm. It's mostly just like feverish hyper focus, and then when that's gone, it's like, well, this doesn't exist. Sarah, you are not living the pioneer ideal. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Laura Ingalls would be so upset with me. <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it really, it's, and I think a lot of it, um, probably, probably a lot of the reason that I kept at it was because when, as it, as it started to actually get, like, to be substantial, where it was something that was like, this is kind of like, this could be a book. Like, there's enough here that it's like, hey, this is, like, a lot of chapters, you know? Uh-huh. When it started to get to that point, then, you know, I started to get the, the like, the candy of the neurodivergent child, which is, that's so good. You're doing such a good job. Wow, I'm really impressed. And I was, like, eating that shit up. Yeah. And especially when I showed it to my grandmother, uh, because my grandmother was a very accomplished woman. She was a speech pathologist when the, the field of speech pathology was actually just, like, beginning. Mm-hmm. So for a very long time, uh, if you went to school t- in that field, 
your textbooks were her books. Um, and that was always something that I thought was really cool when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's still really cool. That's, yeah, that's very impressive. But that was always something that I, like, really admired uh, growing up was, like, how cool that she got to, like, be... Like a like pioneer a in the of, field. Yeah, a yeah. pioneer of this, like, burgeoning field that is so important. Like, because now the speech pathology field has evolved into... Um, it's not called speech pathology anymore. And it's it's called something else, but it, it's basically, like, it's, it's also tied in with a lot of, like, um, like... Uh, prepubescent like psychology and things like that and yeah you know lots of other developmental things um and how cool that she got to be like a pioneer in that but so when she started when we you know we got to share it with her she was like she would print it off and she would show me every time we got to go over to their house which was like at least twice a year um she would show me here's what i've printed and will you please when you finish the next chapter print it and bring it to me Oh, that's so cute. And and if you have if you make any edits, will you please print it and bring it to me so that I can have the fully edited version? Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know the most updated. And so she was very very encouraging when I was like in those early stages of trying to get that, uh, you know, get the get that first push to you know to write it. Um, and so that's how I you know like because I was again I was I think I started writing it in in the summer between between like middle school and intermediate because I don't know if that's like everywhere but in, at least in Texas you have middle school and you have intermediate um, but yeah so I think it's started <laughs> yeah you didn't know this that, that's not true everywhere I have never heard the words that you just said <laughs> you've never heard the intermediate school no that's a thing what yeah Te- in te- so in Texas there's elementary school uh-huh. And then you go into, I'm pretty sure it's in that order. So you're, it's elementary school through fourth grade. And then fifth and sixth grade is... Is this public school? Yes. Because I have always been told, I did not go to public school, but I've always been told that it's, elementary school is through, like, I think fifth grade, fifth grade or so, or Mm -hmm. maybe sixth grade, and then it's junior high and high school. Yeah, um, and so that's, yeah, that's true most places. And I didn't go to public school either, obviously, you, you know this. But, um, but in Texas, at least, it's elementary through fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then fifth and sixth, I think, is what is called middle school. Mm-hmm. And then eighth grade is kind of on its own. Who told you Or no, this? seventh, seventh, yeah, seventh and eighth grade are intermediate school. My mom. Because she was, because my mom schooled us, she was very concerned with like making sure that we were like actually kept up. Um, and she was like, "Are you sure?" Positive, yeah. I've never heard literally. This okay, in my so life. I can. And this is another thing is like so in the town where I live, there's a particular road where it's like there's there's the middle school, mm-hmm. here's the parking lot, and there's the intermediate school. So they share a campus. But it's just, it's, it's essentially a, it's essentially to help the transition because like that transition of like, uh, of, of puberty is like such a ridiculous thing. And there's so many developmental stages that go on through there. <laughs> it's essentially something that the state of Texas has decided needs to be, ha- needs to happen for, for educational purposes to separate children into what is more appropriate for their age group. So again, fourth you know, like elementary is through fourth, yeah. fifth and sixth is middle school mm-hmm. because you're in that early pubescent yeah. stage. Seventh, eighth is intermediate school or junior high, which is that late pubescent stage. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then that helps you to transition into high school, which is that post pubescent. This must only be like certain districts or something because I know people that went to like regular public oh, interesting. school and it was like maybe so elementary, junior high, high school. Hmm. So I wonder if there's like. Certain Maybe districts that were like, di- yeah, and others that were like, no, or I, don't know. I don't know if it's like size that could or... Because, be. yeah, I mean, because I always, I grew up in the same, like, the whole, like, the whole time, we were yeah. just one town, and so, um... Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I feel like it's a good idea, generally Yeah, speaking. it makes sense, yeah. Because yeah. especially because, like, the difference between a, an 11-year-old and an almost 14-year-old... There's a big Wild difference, yeah. Wildly different. Um, which is the difference between, you know, fifth and eighth grade. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. Anyway, so I <laughs> we got very <laughs> off track. We did. So I started writing it in, like, a summer going into, you know, an, another grade. So, you know, I was, I was 13 years old. I was, you know, so I wrote a lot during the summer because it's summer. And then going into that next grade, I was able to, you know, keep pushing. But as I got into high school, it got more and more difficult. And that really, like, especially my grandmother reading it, was one of the things that kept me writing it through high school. And when you've devoted now seven years to it, you because you've devoted, like, or, you know, like, I don't know, six. But you you devoted the four years of high school plus a, plus a few extras. Yeah. When you've devoted that much time to it, then it starts to be like, well... I can't abandon this now. Yeah, I can't give up. I put I so much time up. into it. Yeah, and so that's really what has brought it into my adulthood, and it's now been, what? I don't know. Math is hard. It's like been 14 years. years that I've been writing this. That's impressive. Thank you. But that's really what's kept it going, is that I was able to, you know, like I had enough of a push to to take me that first, you know, five years, and then when you've, t- when you've done something for five years, then it's like, this is a thing. I yeah. can't give this up. And so that's what kept me periodically writing through high school and then even through college. Um, you know, that's what that's what kept me, like, trying to update it and, like, edit and, you know, bring it out of middle school me. Um, you know, during college I did some editing on it. And so now, again, it's... I'm trying to, re- trying to resurrect it. Trying to finish it. That would be cool. If I could say I actually did it, that would be very <laughs> it would be really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, that's there we go. That's my biggest current writing project. It's very impressive. Thank you. It's yeah. I feel like there's a there really is because there's kind of like a for anyone that doesn't have ADHD and doesn't mm. know what it's like. There is very much like a you know I get an idea or I get like you know I learn about something or I get an idea for something or whatever. And there's like a really big initial push. Where you, like, really get that dopamine of, like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm so excited and, like, you know, accomplish, like, finishing it or do work yeah. at it. And you, I like, had really an idea get it. and now the idea is real. Yeah. And how cool is that? Yeah. And it, like, that really keeps you going until a lot of times it's, like, either you, you know, run out of that idea. Like, oh, I had an idea for, like, how this starts and then. But I don't know where I, yeah, to I take have it after. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where to take it after or I get hung up on something or I just get really busy or, like, you know, something stops your momentum. Yeah. And then it's, like, as soon as you lose it. It's really hard to, like, self-generate that yeah. same momentum. And so it can be really hard with, like, yeah, I had a really good idea for, like, how this begins. And then once I write the beginning few chapters, it's like, now I don't. Now it's like, what do we do from here? Yeah, I don't have an idea. So, like, I'm kind of stuck. And then it's just, like, it's really easy once you kind of stall out to keep going. So that's, like, very impressive. It's just, like kind of keep riding that cycle of, like, okay, well, I, you know, I sort of don't really have an idea, and then, oh, wait, and I kind of have an idea for, like, where this yeah. could go next. Okay, like, let's do it, let's keep going, let's go again. I appreciate it. Because I've had that happen many times where I've started, I mean, I have a whole binder of, like, uh, like an idea for a scene or a plot premise or something where I've written a little something mm-hmm. and then been like, well, that was all I had. Yeah. And then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. Know, just... And I've done that many a time. Many, yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, ah, this is the beginning of something. Mm-hmm. And that's all it will ever be. And then, uh, yeah, it will be one chapter or two chapters yeah. or like half a chapter. Mm-hmm. And that's all. I do find, and I think this is interesting, and I'm sure there is some like, psychological premise to and like I know that there is because it's like obviously my brain's a little rusty when it comes to like especially early like psychological concepts where they're starting to tell you like all the names of things yeah. it's, it's been a while um Pepper she's inspecting the, <laughs> the podcast she's like in. I will knock this over I so will knock me. everything over while you're recording yes don't mind me um but there's, like, there's definitely a, like, mind-body connection to, like, things that you write down, like, handwrite. Yeah. Are, like, going to, like, cement better in your brain. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have more of a connection to that thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, you know, your brain is kind of, like, a lot of times your early words are, like, you you learn to write. And yeah. You learn to, like, write words. And there's, like, a, like a better connection to that than when you just type. Because mm-hmm. it's not the same, like... You know, every letter has, like, a specific motion. Like, there's more connection to it. Yeah, yeah. And so, I feel... I find that when I get stuck, or if I'm having a hard time paying attention... Because I do notice I have a harder time paying attention Mm -hmm. to, like, things on my computer screen. 
or things yeah. on my phone screen than if yeah. I like am reading a hard copy book or if I'm like writing something down with my hand. Yeah. And so if I get stuck, it's a lot easier for me to be able to like write something on paper. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I don't know if it's like there's more of a connection or like because there is more of that like mental stimulation from thinking yeah. and writing. And it's, I th- yeah, I think that it's like more engaging for my brain. Yeah, it's active. And so it's easier for me to like pay attention to it and like keep going with it. But then I have the problem of, well, now I have to transcribe this. Yeah. And that is boring as fuck. Because <laughs> it's like, that's even more boring than just trying to type it. Yeah. It's like, I already wrote this. I already know what it says. Yeah. And now I just have to, like, type it up. Yeah. And that just is not One fun. of the things that I found helped me with, at least with transcribing, because I had the, had the exact same mm-hmm. issue where I would write it, and then I'd be like, okay, it's time to get this into the, the computer so that p- other people can read it. Because mm-hmm. that was another thing, is like, especially, like, growing up, I would write it, like, in the car. Oh, so no. like, we're going to go see your grandparents. So I'd be like, okay, here's my notebook and my mechanical pencil. And I would be, like, writing in the car. So it was, like, jerky and sloppy and not, you know, like... Yeah. And so I would transcribe it. But one of the things that I would do as I was transcribing is I would, like, transcribe it. And if I thought of a better way to say something as I was transcribing it, I would be, like, editing while we're typing. Yeah, it, like, gives yeah. you an experience to read over it and be like, oh, that yeah, kind of sounds like, funny that or, sounds like, whatever. Gross. Um, yeah. So, and because you... Because you now are, we, I think... We have about the same number of pages written. Uh, I have less because I, first of all, I, Sarah and I both have, like, looked at each other's, like, stories that are in progress. Yes. And I opened yours and was like, wow, yours is formatted so much better than mine. What? And I immediately <laughs> went in while I was at work the other day and, like, copied all your formatting. Oh. Because I was like, it looks so good. Oh. So it is less because I did uh, single space it. And it was oh, double. Okay. I have an easier time reading it when it's double space. It makes sense. But I, it does, especially the parts that I know are, like, more finished. I was yeah. like, no, it looks better if it's yeah. single space. Oh, well, that's... Sweet but then you. it obviously like reduced the page yeah, cuz I so when I when I set up the formatting it was because I I hadn't learned anything about formatting at the time mm-hmm. um because my education was all over the place it was a good education but it was all over the place yeah um and so I hadn't taken any formal writing classes at that time mm-hmm. when I started writing the book and so I just I I formatted it to look like the books that I was reading yeah, which, I mean, it does, it, it does have very much more, like, manuscript formatting than, obviously, mine was formatted in, it didn't go in there, Pepper. No. Mine was formatted in the classic MLA formatting. Yeah. Because that is the formatting that You're I- the most familiar Yeah, with. that I'm most familiar with, so it's sort of just, like, my default formatting. Yeah. Which is not how you format a novel. No. So I did go in and- Oh. oh. She's trying to get- oh, Sarah got- Oh, go behind. Oh, she got she it. She got it. Oh, my nice. God. Nice. Good job, Pepper. Half the- podcast is just us encouraging my cat <laughs> but sarah threw the ponytail and went behind like a cabinet so do you know how many words you've written uh definitely i think i'm in the thirty-five thousand range okay okay so, that's good like because i think yeah i'm like half to maybe like a third of the way through like a standard novel size nice because i think i've written le- le- the last time i opened it which was a couple days ago um, the last time I opened it, I saw that the word count was at, like, 47. Mm-hmm. I think, because you're around, like, 100 pages, right? Yes. And I think I have, like, 70 now. I, I was around 100 also, but then when I obviously, like, reduced the Yeah, took sizes, out the spacing. Yeah, it's more, like, 70-ish. Yeah. Well, cool. That's great. So, but yeah, let's, I've worked on this for, like, probably a year and a half now, which is, mm-hmm. again, the longest I've yeah. ever stuck with yeah. one consistent project. And it's, like, and it's so cohesive. That's one of the things that I, like, love about your writing. Thank and, you. And that project particularly is, like, I'm, like, this is, like, a story. This is going somewhere. I can read this and see it's going somewhere. And I don't feel like I have that same thing with my writing because it was very, like, I don't know, this probably happens next. You yeah, know, but if, you're writing it over, like, a very long period of time. Yeah. That's sort of and so, bound yeah. to happen. And that's one of the things that I'm now paying for because it's, it's something that I, when I'm looking at it, I'm, like, this makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> it's like, like, does it mean something? Yes. Does it make sense? Uh, maybe. Maybe if we tweak it, if we fix it, maybe it'll maybe it'll make sense. Oh, thank you, Pepper. She's like, no, it has she's to be like, your it's turn. gotta be. It's gotta she's be. She's very Sarah. specific about whose Ooh, turn it is. Hold on, I dropped it. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, if it gets I was stuck like, in oh, there, we'll see if she yeah, goes up there. To see if she like get up there. But yeah, well, it's been 
Like an hour. It has been like an hour. Maybe, maybe in the next episode we might go into more detail about what we're writing. Yeah. Because you know that P- Taylor writes porn. You don't know what I write. That's right. Ra- <laughs> and you don't know what kind of porn Taylor writes. Ooh. <laughs> Sarah, ooh. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Sarah just, Sarah just did like a middle school like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyping it up. I'm hyping up oh the next episode. I, somehow we've accidentally fallen into only doing two-part episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we just... There's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about and we're not very good at staying on topic. All right, yeah. Well, but anyway, yeah. Thanks, thanks and, we're, and sorry. we're sorry. 